welcome back to a brand new episode of Talkin' Shiz, and I am your holiday host with the most, CJ. Thank you guys so much for stopping in for a brand new episode. And talking about stopping in, have you stopped in on the pod page yet? Well, if you have not stopped on by, we'll go ahead and subscribe to the pod page, and that's podpage.com slash talkingshiz. Also, go ahead and subscribe to my Twitter page, and that's at talking underscore shiz. Also, Instagram as well, talking underscore shiz. Another week has passed us by. I know I took last week off, and I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving, because I sure did. I was on vacation. I did eat a lot, maybe a little too much, but I did enjoy the nice time off. And that's something that we all need is some time away, some time off just to recoup and get back to us. And now we are right at Christmas time and folks are out Christmas shopping. Christmas is in full swing. I wish the temperature would drop a little bit because I would love to see some snow on Christmas. So I have no idea what's going on here in Tennessee. Last night we had severe thunderstorms with tornado watches. This is December. You know, I'm really thinking that someone has put winter in a container off the shore of California. So we need to go ahead and let that out and bring some snow in. And I have been Christmas shopping. I think I'm completely done with my Christmas shopping now. And, you know, something that I did notice while I was out Christmas shopping, I I had to pick up some uh, cat food for my cat, and I noticed there's a ton of flavors of cat food. Is it that necessary to have that many flavors of cat food and dog food? I have never had my cat come up to me and go, Hey, thank you for the fish-flavored cat food. I've never had my cat do that to me. And I notice there's like lamb and rice and fish and chicken and whatever is out there. And so I started thinking, does that cat food or dog food taste like what it's labeled? I mean, I'm sure it maybe, maybe does, but I'm not going to eat it. And I know for a fact my cat is not going to look at me and go, you know, that does taste like chicken. Thank you for getting that. I mean, have anybody out there like took a handful and go, hmm, you know what? This does taste like lamb and rice or beef and gravy. Not once has my cat came up to me and said, you know what? Thank you, CJ, for this nice chicken flavored cat food. I'm sure it doesn't really matter what it tastes like as long as it's edible and it is healthy for your cat or dog. Just saying. And since I did take the week off last week, uh, it gave me some time to relax and, you know, get the old mind juices flowing per se. And, and I wanted to make sure that when I record, I would have a great story to tell you, a fantastic story. And I did find one. A Las Vegas man is excited to sell his testicle for $35,000 as part of a medical trial. Yes! Down to size and a half. And this time, I'll keep it off. That's just nuts. There is no amount of money that someone could give me that I can give up one of my testicles. I mean, I'm kind of attached to them. You know, they're mine. You know, I've, I've been with them since birth, you know. Obviously, he is not using his pair properly. The sheer enjoyment that I receive from mine is absolutely priceless. Like I said, there is not enough amount of money in the world that I could give up my testicles. So the story says, a Las Vegas man said that he is excited and anxious as a prospect of selling one of his testicles for $35,000 and having it replaced as part of a medical trial. Mark told TLC Network that he hoped to be accepted 
into this medical trial where his testicle would be removed and replaced by an artificial one. He was already taken apart in a paid medical study, including one that involved the Ebola virus. So what? So he's just a test subject? That's how he gets paid? Is that how he makes his money? Is he just goes around saying, yeah, you could test shit on me. Why not? You can take my liver. You know, you can take one of my lungs. Just replace it with artificial shit. And Mark said that he was paid $5,000 and monitored for a week for an experiment that was never tested on humans or animals before. That definitely sounds safe. It's never been tested on animals or humans or any type of life on this earth. Let's go ahead and inject him with this experimental new drug and see what happens. He got paid? We'll just monitor him for one week? Yeah. Oh, look. He's got a a third ear on his back. I mean, I know cash is king, but there's got to be some type of limits, right? Also, Mark said that he is in... (laughs) I'm telling you. Oh, my gosh. So he also said that he's hoping to participate in a flatline medical trial. Now, if you don't know what that is, this is where they're going to stop your heart. Okay, this reminds me of flatliners. I do not want to wake up and see dead people. This is no sixth sense. I don't want to have no dead people be chasing me or trying to relive some bullshit, something I did in my past come chasing me. No. But he said they will stop his heart from beating for one minute, but you still get to breathe. You stay there for 14 days and it pays $25,000. But the FDA kind of stepped in and put a stop to it. You think? You think? I bet you're wondering what made Mark want to sell one of his testicles. Well, it's the money, but also he wanted to buy a Nissan 370Z. I'd like to know where in the world you can find a car for that much for $35,000. Minus taxes now. I mean, dude, honestly, you could take a bus, an Uber, a Lyft, and it'll be a lot less cheaper. And you don't have to lose a body part. If you think that story was out there, parents file a lawsuit after getting another couple's embryo from an Asino fraternity clinic in a mix-up. Two couples gave birth to each other's babies after a mix-up at an Encino fraternity clinic and spent months raising children that weren't their own before swapping the infants. Mrs. Carnell said that her and her husband had immediate suspicions that the girl that she gave birth to in late 2019 wasn't theirs. He said, The moment our second daughter was born should have been among the happiest moments of my life. But I immediately felt shaken and confused on why I did not recognize her. Hey, honey! Our baby's here! He looks just like your boss. The couple, they suppressed their doubts because they fell in love with their child and trusted their doctors. Miss Carnell said that she found out months later that she had been pregnant with another couple's baby and that another woman had been carrying her child. Miss Cardell said... I was overwhelmed by feelings of fear and anger and heartbreak. She said that I was robbed of the ability to carry my own child and I never had the opportunity to grow and bond with her during this pregnancy. The both baby girls were born one week apart in September 2019 and for three months both couples was not aware that the child that they were raising was not theirs. When the DNA test results came back it had been confirmed that the embryos had been swapped. Oh my gosh, this sounds like a Murray episode. And you are not the father. In January of 2020, the babies were swapped back and given to the correct parents. 
And see folks, this is why the Dewey Decimal System is so important. This is a prime example. You gotta make sure everything's in the right place. I would sue the shit out of that clinic too. I mean, come on, how in the world do you mix something like that up? You have to label it correctly. It's like, how do you mix that up? I mean, come on, did both of their names sound the same? Did their last name sound the same? I mean, this does not make any sense. This is just straight up carelessness. That's all this is. Someone not paying attention. And what's your excuse? Well, you know, they sounded the same. They had the same syllables. They both ended the same with an E. There's no excuse in the world to mix something like that up. Since we're on the subject of a mix-up, I'm going to go ahead and mix this up for you. As you know, last week, I did a poll on Twitter. Should I start including some Christmas stories in my new episodes? And 82% of you said yes, yes, and yes. So guess what? I have a Christmas story I'm going to share with you guys. And this Christmas story is called Ugly Christmas Tree. The cat had an obsession with our Christmas tree. The entire holiday season, it was a miserable job trying to keep that cat out of the tree. Thankfully, it was Christmas Eve and the tree would be coming down soon. However, it was then that the oversized barn cat decided it was time to wage war on our Christmas tree. Our poor tree stand was not up for the task of holding the extra weight of our tomcat. It came crashing down to the ground with a thunderous boom. Upon hearing the sound of the crash of the Christmas tree, it woke up the entire family. The living room looked like a Christmas tree wasteland with ornaments rolling under the couch and the tree crushing the presents. And our cat decided it wanted to slink away under the radar to pick needles out of its fur. Our youngest son looked up to his mother and said, Dad was right. Santa thought your tree was ugly too, Mom. I can definitely sympathize with that family. Cats are mischievous. Luckily, one time my cat got in my tree and that's when she was a kitten. But she hasn't done it since. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you guys listening to this brand new episode. And as a wise man once said, Christmas is the only time of year that you can sit in front of a dead tree and eat candy out of socks. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I will see you guys next time on a brand new episode of Talkin' Chist.